These high school boys and girls are having a hop at the local soda fountain. Innocently, they dance. Innocent of a new and deadly menace lurking behind closed doors. Marijuana. Hello, no one is available to take your call. Please leave a message. Manscaped is here to make life less tedious. Deaf in one ear is your host, Cornelius. Our favorite food is steak, made from bison, talking about space, in love with Neil deGrasse Tyson. Everyone is high, we do a test. Listen real close, cause you're the next guest. This podcast off the rails, all over the place. Turn your brain to mush, take a trip to outer space. So drop some shrooms and get electrified, cause Corey's gonna tickle your third eye. What's up, bitches? Welcome back to Manscape. This is your host, Cornelius. Today's episode was brought to you by Sarah the Shaman. Do you want to experiment psychedelics and you don't want to rip your face off? Well, that's where Sarah comes in. $1,000 an hour, it's a lot cheaper than a casket. Get your shit together, guys. I have two very special guests today. I say that all the time, but they are special to me. Kevin Gwynn and Shaylee Sexton. What the fuck's up, guys? How's it going, man? Let's just chillin', you know. Chillin', chillin'. We've already covered... We've been shooting the shit for about an hour now. Covered some sweet topics. They were telling me about these crystals and whatnot. You guys are pretty big into the whole crystal scene, right? Yeah. Yeah. Yep. yeah. Give me a little details on what's the what's the ideology behind like collecting these and stuff. What what do people say they are? Right. Well, for us I'd say a big aspect of it is the energetic properties of the stone. So different stones have different energetic properties which are affecting our energy system through our chakras. Okay. So these are our energy centers in our body, which the stones are resonating to a frequency which resonates similar to or with the frequency of a specific chakra. But as well, this is coming from nature, so the energy of this stone is already pure. So okay. it's, it's giving us that pure energy of nature and affecting our bodies in a positive, positive way, creating more of a state of harmony in our bodies. Okay, that's awesome. So you essentially just have them laying around or are there any ways to uh, experience this or is it just surrounding yourself by it yeah, yeah definitely um, have them laying around if you have small stones carry them with you I like to do that keep one in my pocket one or two in my pocket if I'm feeling some type of way that day like you know there's different stones for different things and um, it's easy to keep track of they have like those crystal books the crystal Bibles just to know which stones help with certain you know, certain things going on. I sound so awful right now. No. My voice is so terrible. Yeah, she, uh, on the day of the podcast, her voice kind of got fucked up, but we're we're trucking through it. So <laughs> I think you sound we're, great. You sound we're making legit. it work. We're gonna we're gonna do it. But yeah, I definitely, I definitely like to have the crystals around. I think it puts off a good vibe, um, a very calming energy, just a welcoming energy. Every time people come over to the house, they always say. You know, it's it's a it's good vibes here. I feel so at home, and I think that's what it is. I just have the crystals out laying around, putting that good energy out there. For sure, I th I think it's definitely a good vibe in here, and we got the sage rocking. So yeah, <laughs> not champa. Mm -hmm. 
So how'd you guys get into this shit? Like, is it just something you fell into, or were you actually searching for it? Kevin's the spirit guide, man. Yeah. <laughs> he, he showed me the way. Yeah, no turning awesome. back. He's your shaman. Yeah, yeah, he's my spirit guide for sure. No doubt. Um, so for me, my friend Bradella Stevens, actually, um, she's a little bit um, older than me, and, and, you know, so ahead of me in that aspect. And so she has handed down a lot of that information to me. She has her own store called Natural Vibes in Lima, Ohio. You know, if you never checked that out, it's way legit. We, I teach Way some, legit. It's fucking sweet. Yeah, yeah. Birdella is amazing. I love Birdella. She's so awesome. Really? Every time I see her, we just have the best conversation. She's a chill person. Oh, she just knows, really? man. She's wise beyond her years. No That's doubt. awesome. Yeah. So it was, it was kind of believable coming from her. She was a very spiritually grounded person. Right, right, right. So that, and then she, you know, she introduced me to stones and things like that, and, and she was my first yoga teacher. And so with stones and yoga and any of these things, what it comes down to is what's your experience of it, you know? So what's my experience of it is um, with my knowledge of the chakras, when I hold a stone in my left hand, which is for receiving your left hand, so I can feel that energy in my chakra, in my body, in that area of my aura and energy, energy field. So I can feel that. So it's a felt experience, you know. So now I have that to rely on as, you know, for what, how this is working, is it working, you know. And so um, for me that, you know, uh, and as well with, like I said, with the yoga, and so yeah, now I'm I'm actually, she was my first yoga teacher, and I I went to her classes in her store, and now I'm about two months away from completing my certification, and so I started a class with her at her store, so Shit. we're on like the first Sweet. month, yeah, this is the first month, and it's it's pretty cool. We actually one of the teachers at the studio where I go to is. Um, uh, was a teacher of Bradella's that she knew from uh, the ashram where she went. She went to Yogaville in Virginia. So it's an ashram in Virginia. And I've never been there, but she's told me about it. She went there, and for her certification, you just go there for a whole month. For one whole just month. Take and, off and life. Do, yep, and do nothing but study and meditate and do yoga and read scriptures and learn about how to be a yoga instructor and a teacher and learn the path of yoga from an authentic, you know, ashram. This is um, actually Sashtananda, so um, is, is his name is he came over here to America from India and brought that uh, knowledge with him and created that ashram in Virginia that you can go and... Um, so he's like straight legit. He's got all the shit. Yeah, and you know, for my for my training, I had to. Well, they had assigned us to listen to a an affirmation CD, and just listen to it a few times a week. And I just put it in my car. And so when I'm like driving, I've been driving. You know, uh, it's an hour one way trip commute to uh, my schooling once a week, and some of my classes I drive. You know, thirty or forty minutes. So I'll I'll, I'll have that on a lot of the time, and it's just so legit and so raw the things that he is saying you know what i mean with this thick accent and some decent english you know yeah. saying some raw like Enough like like this dude that's that's it yeah that's it 
He's believable. No, I believe that. I know. I know. I don't just believe it. I know that's the truth. Yeah, mm -hmm. that's awesome. You and feel it within you that this is what this is what it is. Right. This right. Is what it is. Yeah. That's awesome. And yep. th I like that this isn't even a religious kind of uh, experience, but you have so much faith in something that may not be uh, common, straightforward. So that's cool that you have that in the back of your mind. What'd you say this dude's name was? Uh, Sashtananda. This guy could work at KFC and he could still teach me yoga. I'd be like, yeah, he sounds, he already sounds like <laughs> legit. Right, right. So do you guys, you guys both do meditating then? Oh, I don't meditate as much as I More should. Than, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Med I, uh, I fucked around with meditating and that shit is just cleansing of the soul. I'm not very, a very spiritual dude, but very. when I'm meditating, you can see how your brain just fucking takes off with these thoughts. And when you're meditating, it's like, well, Motherfucker, slow down right mm -hmm. there. Yeah, and, it, and it's so important in this day and age with many of our lives, you know, we're working, you know, we're working at least part, if not full time, 40 hour weeks, or or we're doing something, we're busy, even if people yeah. have families and are taking care of kids. That we and don't things. love. Yeah. <laughs> right, yeah. Not necessarily Just love. getting so caught up in the physical realm of things, like mm -hmm. you need in to just. In the stream of existence. Yeah. yeah. You just need to break away from that human experience and just be one with yourself for a minute. Like, be your true self for a minute. Right. You know what I'm saying? Don't worry about any of that bullshit. Like, mm -hmm. yeah. just connect with yourself and find yourself and ground yourself. Like, it's necessary. For sure. Mm -hmm. And it, when you're meditating and doing stuff like that, when you actually, I like to say, like, retract from the beast. Like, this giant construct that we've created, this... Uh, how connected we are when you pull out from that you can kind of feel something more powerful is right there you know something you can mm -hmm. almost feel connected to the earth right. when you're meditating the powers at work yeah right. for sure right right yeah and and for me it's very important to take that time to tap into that which is within myself of of this, uh, like we're saying, your true self, your higher self. What? Um, so nothing outside of me can supply me with the type of energy or type of um, enlivenment that I can feel through something such as meditation, um, where I'm connecting with my true self and connecting with this source energy. So you know, and and there's so many words that could be thrown out there, but we'll just say that if I can connect to the source of everything as a source of energy, the unlimited. Unlimited. If I can connect into that, to that, then that is filling me up from the inside out. For sure. Whereas we're going around the world and we're either giving energy out in our jobs or our families, or if we're like the, what they're saying is a lot of times I'm sure you're, you've heard attachment is the root of all suffering. Yeah. So what that means is I'm attaching to something outside of myself. To, to, to try and get my happiness. Temporary happiness right. is what it That's is. It's always temporary. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. So, and it comes. All the happiness you need is within yourself. And once you realize that and start living life like that, everything fucking changes, man. For sure. Mm -hmm. Everything changes. And I still work to fucking live like that. It's hard. You get so caught up in everyday life, the physical aspect of life. Just. It's. It's difficult. It's kind of difficult sometimes to just, you know, realize that happiness is within yourself and the things, the outside things aren't going to make you happy. And just realize that mm -hmm. and just choose 
everything or just live your life as if you chose everything that's happening so whatever's happening just live it like you chose it don't be mm -hmm. like oh fuck yeah like, I fucked up oh yeah. fuck this my life's so fucking terrible fucking blah 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 like no just say okay that sucks what can I do about it just live it like as if you chose it and then life will just get better you know yeah, there's a good chunk of happiness with that and you make your own happiness exactly we're kind of conditioned to become a part of this a cog in the machine if you will and we're taught from day one that that that's exactly who you're supposed to be mm -hmm. but at the end of the day it's all about internal fulfillment and the only thing that's endless is yourself mm -hmm. it, to most people right yeah your true self i yeah. would agree with that and, and when we're saying that, you know, your true self, this is beyond physical. This is if you were at the very spiritual essence of your being, which we are saying is eternal or yeah. which is said is eternal. Hopefully. Yeah, we hopefully. Know. Yeah, we, we might as well believe it. So. Yeah, we got nothing else going on. <laughs> <laughs> mm -hmm. So what do you think the ego is? The ego, it's oh. me. The and ego, it's, the ego. It's a piece of shit. The ego's the fucking problem of the all demon. problems. Yeah. <laughs> you it's know, stitched, it's stitched with inside of Ooh. you. You can never. It's so fully... ingrained within us. It's yeah. so hard to break free of it. The ego is the fucking root of all evil, man. Like, and the, I had a real fucking problem with that. I had a big ego. Like, you know, I, I didn't let things fucking go. I held a grudge. Yeah. You know, and then once I realized that. You don't have to live like that, and that's not my true self. I'm not that person. I'm not a fucking hateful person. I'm not a mean person. I'm a loving person. I have the fucking light within me. Like You have the capability to love. Yes, yeah. like, I am light. I am love. That's me. That's what I am. That's my true self. That's what I enjoy being. That's what just naturally comes forward for yeah, me. For sure. So... You're not your ego. It's very hard to distinguish that. It's very hard to separate yourself from that. But once you do, I mean, it just, life gets easier after that. It really does. It really does. And sometimes it's hard, but you just gotta... Kind of clip it out of there. Yep. For sure. Yep. I think uh, that's where meditation and yoga comes into play, too. Absolutely. You can kind of, when you do things like that, you can kind of see the ego melting away. You're like... Okay, that's that dude. Well, fuck all that stuff. Do you think? Do you think ego is something that we've kind of evolved and created to protect us and help us continue with evolution, or do you think it's just a plague that has grown throughout society? I think. Go ahead. You go. That's <laughs> a, a tough question. Yeah. <laughs> well, you see, the thing about ego and things like this is. One aspect of the ego is separation. That's the biggest aspect of it, and that, and that, a lot of times that can become into a negative um, context. You know, if that is is taken too far. But with all right, lost my train of thought here. <laughs> oh, where are we at? No, you're good. So the ego. You said it was a negative train of thought. I was essentially talking like, is it a plague or is it beneficial? Is it a good tool or is it... Right, right, right. So, yeah, so the separation. Separation can be a negative thing if we're not seeing the oneness of all things. But, and then in some aspect, some sense of individuality is paramount and important to 
our human experience. Absolutely. As as human beings, I am able to experience this life, who I am, this personality, interactions with other people because of this separation. So I know who I am. This is my personality in this life. I am Kevin Gwynn. This is Shaylee. I have memories of her. I know my connection with her. I know you, you know what I mean? And, and growing up, you know, and going to school. Yeah. And so, in that aspect, then some sense of individuality is is essential to that experience and is actually a good thing. So then it brings up to the question is, is the ego, because a lot of times it's the ego death, you know, we're destroying the ego, we're killing the ego, we're getting rid of it, you know what I mean? And that's, you know, that can be true. Uh, that is, that is, you know, one method of that. But what about if the ego could be purified? Yeah, be one with it almost. Right, so the ego, if the ego could be purified, that I'm no longer identifying, because that's what a lot of times it's been used interchangeably with ID, I think maybe, mm -hmm. the ego, ID, what am I identifying with? So, and that begins with when you start observing, you become the observer and you start to see those, those thought patterns, that tendency, I'm passing, you know, criticism or judgment on these people or I'm, I'm doing something which is not of my higher self, which is a human thought, human thinking, oh, yeah. you know, that's how you catch it. You and be the, you're the watcher. Yeah. You, you sit back and you watch. Exactly. It's so it's so fucking hard. Yeah. You're so used to being the, the ID. It's right. almost living in third person. Right. You know? Yeah. You're taking a step back and looking at your actions from keeping, you know, being indifferent. You know, you can't be, you can't get down on yourself about it. You have to remain indifferent and be the watcher and just say, you know, that's not me. Yeah, absolutely. That's not me. For sure. I'm you not going to do that again because that's not me. Absolutely. Right. You don't identify as that person. Do you think, uh, should we like incorporate meditation or do you think more people absolutely. should go to absolutely. it? Absolutely. I, I think it should be taught in school. <laughs> that's Fuck more yeah. important than anything I've learned. Like, we just need to redo school. We need to redo. Let's just start so step one meditation. How about yeah. that? Yeah. Is Pluto a planet or not? I mean, <laughs> that, that's second. <laughs> right. Hey, teach them astrology in the first grade. <laughs> you know what I mean? Science like, and shit like this makes my soul sing. Like, why not teach yes. kids? Fuck. I fucking Numbers love science. And yeah. Fucking hate math. I Fuck hate math. math. <laughs> Fuck you, math. Fuck you. <laughs> and your Shout fucking sister, math, algebra. Bitch. Jesus Christ. Yeah. <laughs> the universe is like a mathematical equation. Science. But. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Disregard all that shit. All right, I take it back. But anyways, yeah. science is where it's at. We need to fucking focus on that. Like, let's not be so. It's all about. It's all about preparing us for not being efficient human beings, pretty much. Um, it's so... I don't know. I don't really want to dive into that subject. I could fucking, I could fucking go forever no, on do. it. Please do. Wherever you want to go. School is just molding our minds to be consumers and to consume mm -hmm. and to fucking go into debt and then to work so we could pay off that debt and just fucking do that for the rest of our lives and just be tools and the fucking cogs in the machine you know what i'm saying <laughs> if you will yeah, like i will i will yeah. like um i was never taught 
important shit that I need to know. I was never taught about taking fucking out student loans. I was never taught Wait, about... That's fucking massive. About how to budget, how to make a budget, how to pay bills. Yeah. How to fucking open a bank account, how to open a savings account. I wasn't taught that shit. I fucking learned that shit on my own. Yeah. Like, I'm still paying student loans from one semester at Finley. Yeah, yeah. Jesus I, uh, fucking yeah. Christ. I'm, I went to a... A community college and I'm like oh this won't be too bad I'm still fucking losing a chunk of my money so rather than increasing my income we're constantly losing it yeah and it's forcing you to work and to yeah. continue to work yeah. and and you can't not pursue your, your dreams what your heart exactly wants. Mm -hmm. exactly not pursue your dreams to just keep working this bullshit fucking job you don't give a shit about but it's a paycheck but and you need it's almost it. like you're you're working to go to work because <laughs> yeah, I'd almost be happier if I had like 300 bucks in a shitty apartment and I just got to do whatever the fuck I wanted, you know? But all these bills, like, they keep stacking up so you can afford a car to get there, so you can afford the clothes to be presentable. At the end of the day, do you think, how would a base income do for our society? Do you think that would fuck us? Interesting. And, yeah, I've never thought about it, to be honest. We we have. We could do it. But some people you think argue. think so? Yeah. At the end of the day, we could give, say it's 20 grand, and say you can survive on this. Do you think that would kill creativity and we'd have a bunch of people just fucking around? Or do you no. think that would be a good base? I think there would be a lot of fucking crime. Well, you see... well, <laughs> Try and get that money up, brother. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> it, you could rob anybody. Well, you know they got a couple bucks. Right, right, right. There's uh, something I actually stumbled across not too long ago that really kind of resonated with me. Um, believe it or not, it was called uh, Collectivist Anarchism. Okay. So... Uh, <laughs> Yeah, you know, I, was, and I, I just found out there's like all these different kinds of anarchism, like 20. And I'm like, wow, this is just a smorgasbord of anarchism. Like, what do we have here? And yeah. so, no not that I'm like a radical or, you know, that far out. Disregard everything you said. <laughs> <laughs> just kidding, CIA, if you're listening. <laughs> yeah. uh, Which they are. This his, is big. His name's... Kevin Glenn. Ke Glenn. He's a, he's, Ke Kevin. Uh, Katie Glenn. Yeah, Calvin Glenn. <laughs> Glenn. <laughs> fucking Glenn. Norman Glenn. Yeah. Uh, so, um. Uh, okay, so what it is is actually it's a brilliant idea because what you're doing is. Keep you're, this in the green, brother. Okay. What you're doing is you are. We are. Uh, would be eradicating. Um, private ownership, state and private ownership over the means of production. Okay. So, what that means is, and what it would do, they're talking about making equal, um, you get like, base, like some, like you're talking about having like an equal pay or, or a baseline pay kind of, but they're eradicating, you said you could even take out money and replace it with, um, no, this one, this one was with money actually. This one was with, there was one, that's the difference. I think communism was um, no, <laughs> no money, money and, just you just, and you just get yeah, like yeah. the Hardening, resources. Yeah. It sounds beautiful. But, but this yeah. is, um, you get paid for your work. Like you get paid for what you're working. And so the, what it is, so it, rather than a private ownership over the means of production, it's owned by each, each person 
owns a part, so it's owned collectively by each person that's working in the corporation or whatever it might be. Yeah, which would be pretty awesome. Pretty awesome rather than maybe one or a few people privately owning something um, and producing this and making the mask, you know, the top of a pyramid scheme type thing. Yeah, yeah. You know, and especially when we start talking about the privatization of things like um, prison systems and things like this. Ooh, you you have that gets fucky. Yeah. So yeah. now you've got private ownership over um, um, piling these people in, uh, you know, to an institution and housing them for years on end, and you know, um, a lot of changes happen when you privatize something like that. That should be strictly government run. Exactly, because you've got... And everybody should see what's happening behind those doors. Exactly. Everybody should know. Because you've got state-paid state, state paid employees of COs running the prison getting paid, you know, say $20 an hour, and they've been there, you know, for 10, 20 years. Yeah. Now, you, private, you privatize the, the prison system, and... Those people are not. You're getting rid of those people, and you're hiring Joe Schmo off the street for 12, 12, you know, 10, 12, yeah. 10, 12 bucks an hour, and they're not properly trained, mm -mm. you know. And the the food services are getting cut to the uh, you know the most budget effective bare minimum bare minimum yeah. And so you're taking a hit on you know thousands of people's lives that are being housed in here as being held as prisoners. And you're expecting them to come out and be fucking functioning people of society. You get yet they were just yeah. <laughs> yeah, you were just treated like a fucking dog. Yeah, getting fed meat that's not even fucking is like great meat, fucking soy F, meat, soy ain't meat. even fucking yeah. real meat. Like getting fed a bunch of bullshit that like most places throw away but they're like hey we could ship this to the prison and make some money yeah. like yeah it's bullshit and we're expecting people to come out and be functioning you know human beings in society yet we're treating them like this and not teaching them anything right it's 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 modernized slavery and you know which, <laughs> which many people agree with that yes I'm, I'm, they make you do jobs in there right you get paid like what? Uh, yeah. Ten cents an hour? Right, and it's slave like uh, uh, it's a slave rate for sure because um, at one institution um, uh, is they have a meat plant, and so you're working at a meat plant, and that's a high paying rate job, you know, out here. Out, out. At, yeah. at least fifteen or twenty dollars an hour, I would say. For quality purposes, yeah. Right, and you're paying them a hundred fifty dollars a month, <laughs> two hundred maybe. And how, where do, how can you disperse that money? Do you have, like, a... So, so Gwen, Kevin, you've experienced this firsthand, right? Right, So, yeah. when you were in and they gave you, like, this money to have, what the fuck do you do with it? See, I is didn't... Is it Monopoly money? What is it? I didn't... Yeah. <laughs> no, see, yeah. see, I didn't know that was a thing. Right. I, I didn't work in any uh, <laughs> place like that. Well, see, I would work just a regular job, like, mopping the hallway or something, like, at 4 o'clock every day. I got to mop this hallway. Monday that, through Friday, you know what I mean? Just that hallway. Though. Yeah. Yeah. And they, it's you get state pay, which is like it used to be more. I think it used to be like twenty, like thirty, thirty-six dollars a month. But I think it's like eighteen now. So you get dollars a month. Yeah, that's just to mop this hallway. It's not even get, a dollar a day. Right. So like twenty or thirty dollars a month. Damn. 
I mean, they're giving you three squares, three hots in a cot, you know what I mean? Yeah. There's three square yeah. meals every day at the same time. Sounds you... way cooler than what it is. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Three hots in a cot. <laughs> but they they charge you. Like, people say, like, oh, free housing. No, like, they pay. They charge you to fucking be in prison. Like, you pay for stay. Jail. Jail pay to stay. $100 a day. When you leave, though, do hmm. you do you have to cover that? Or... Um, or is it covered? See, that's the one thing I just kind of uh, they sent it collect to a collection agency, and, and you I just, just never. About it. Yeah, <laughs> I would. <laughs> yeah, like what did I that would. rack up to? Massive. Um, well, I don't know what prison did, but county jail say a hundred dollars a day for a month is. What? It's like four billion three, dollars. Three grand or something, I think. Yeah, at least three grand. That's <laughs> a lot of money. Yeah. We just talked about math. It's not the strongest point here. $100 a day for 30 days, Kevin? Jesus Christ. That's like $30 million. So, um, I think with prison, they take a portion of your pay, don't they? What pay? Oh, there? Yeah. To, like, be there. How much could they fucking take? If you make 10 cents, you're like, well, we're going to take 2 cents for your cut. Right. I think they're just taking a cut out of your paycheck because you're a taxpayer and taking the taxpayer's dollars and building a prison and housing people. Yeah. But then privatization, I don't know how it works. I know somebody's got to be sitting on a yacht or can, something somewhere. Can we just Somebody like, is, yeah. I promise you. Can we just like choose where our tax dollars go? Can like we mark a box? Like <laughs> right. I want my tax dollars to go towards marijuana research. Right, mark, yeah. box, much more mark. Like, yeah. you know, like any, not towards this. I have to call this number and like opt out. Like I don't want my tax dollars to go towards like, this. Like how about like, this war and weapons? How about no? Can I how about, opt can out I of not that, support please? the war? Can I I'm trying to stay away from that kind yeah, of thing. Yeah, for but. sure. That'd be pretty sweet. I don't. I think that would fail immediately, though. Everybody would. We'd just have a giant meta, medical marijuana department. No school funds. <laughs> no and, fucking hey, schools. No, no school. hospitals. Like, fuck schools. Fuck prisons. <laughs> fuck Roads. All of we're it. fine without that shit. <laughs> but we got a shitload of money coming in through this fucking marijuana. We got fucking. the dopest dope, dude. Dopest dope. Fine. Dopest dope. No doubt. And no write-ins, though. No, for sure. Because then it would just be fucked. It'd be, fucked up. It'd be yeah. so fucked. So, Gwen, from your experience in the system, how is the treatment? Because you, you're a good dude, and you're back out. You're doing better than ever before. Mm-hmm. Like, you're doing awesome. You're making changes in not your own life, but in the world. You're you're going to start being like Sukhanamatari Kari, teaching Sassananda, yoga. yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, like, how do you feel the treatment was towards you and while you were there? I mean, I think it's um, it's one of those things that they've actually done a study, and so it, they did a study. I think it was for like I don't know, Doctor Phil or something was like promoting it. But there's a so they took and staged a prison. So like they staged the whole scenario of a prison and took college kids, college students, and had some of them were prisoners and some of them were Guards. COs. Yeah. And they put them in this real situation for like, was supposed to be like a month or something or, or like Straight a couple legit. weeks. Yeah. Like, boom, here you go. And I'm pretty sure they said within the first week um, that the, the, the people that were the prisoners were like breaking down mentally in stage. This is a staged type of they, thing. They were, they were way out. It, that and the, and the people, it's, it's the almost the... Uh, mentality and psychology that comes with it's almost coming back to that ego thing with authority you see with That's authority yeah so when you have a power over another 
individual's life, if you don't have good intentions in your heart, then something else is going to come out. Yeah, absolutely. That's not, you know, um, very good, you know, whether it's being mean or prejudiced or violent or just treating you like an inmate, you know what I mean? So putting you in this box of, you know, I'm scum of the earth, you know, type thing, like, but not knowing anything about you. Is that um, how you were treated? Um, not on a regular basis, say, throughout two years, but throughout those two years, you're going to encounter a CO that's going to treat you like shit or talk down on you or treat you, tell you you're just an inmate or degrade you, you know what I mean, yeah. or something like that. Because you're faced in this environment of hatred and violence and, and, and prejudice. Negative and energy, that negative energy field. Just filled with yeah, it. Yeah, filled That's with it. And you're not negative allowed, energy field. I'm not allowed to leave for however many X amount of years with these other 2,000 people for however long they have to be here. And I could see, like, I could watch some, like, counselors or guards that were just, like, when they were at work, they just hated their life, it seemed like. But they got to go home. But they get to home. Hot pockets. Right, which is that. Right. But it's like, I wouldn't want to come to this environment for eight hours a day either. But you live there. But I live there. I live 20, here yeah, 24-7. I brushed my teeth next to that guy. He did some really bad things to yeah. some people, but. Yeah, just... <laughs> and there were fucking like murders and rapists. <laughs> yeah, fucking... same. Yeah, which what your crime was obviously fuck? significantly less. What mm. the fuck? Yeah, it's so and, fucked up. And iota power, so crazy. So it's actually really cool that we're doing talking about this in contrast. Yesterday I did one with a cop, so mm. this is a very cool contrast. Him and I talked about how corruption and power, the ego, does get in the way of a an iota of power, mm -hmm. and. Being in that situation where you're literally somebody's almost their god, like you fall to my will. Mm -hmm. it, there's something so shitty about that. Like I don't know how we could fix that though. I think it's just start beginning with eradicating that 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 ego or the or the negative aspect of those negative qualities. Let's get rid of prejudice. Let's get rid of hate, hating people, being hateful. And if you get rid of that in people's hearts, then it, it's not an issue of the CO. That CO might be cool. He could be my best friend. If, but if he's caught up in some web of, of, of negativity in his mind, then he's going to be treating me like shit. Yeah. And you know what I mean? And so I think that's what, that's, that's what I always come back to. People say, how do you change the world? I said, well, I'm going to start by trying to fix that in, my, in myself. And we need to get together and figure out how we can get this out of our minds and out of our hearts so it's not in the world. Yeah. Everything in the world is a product of what the people are putting out there. You know? Yeah, and you attract what you put out. And definitely, and if you're trying to live life like that, you'll start meeting other people with similar thought process like... I mean, it seems like our entire group of friends have the same ideas, like, and I just keep meeting more and more people like-minded, and I truly believe our generation is going to be the generation that changes the world, because we are so much more accepting, and it's interesting now, like, obviously, we don't have kids, like, you don't have a kid, do you? No. Okay. <laughs> we got dogs. We got dogs. <laughs> but, um... To see our generation having kids and raising kids with this new thought process, we will be the generation to change the world, the one next, like, you know, our kids or the people that are our age having kids now. Those are the kids that are going to be running shit, you know, because yeah. we're working it out now. We're doing all that fucking dirty work, you know, just grinding it out. 
and then they're going to be the ones to just be like, bam, take over. This is how it is. Science, bitch. <laughs> hopefully. Sure hope so. Hopefully. <laughs> Fuck yeah. We'll see. How do you think... So we're so connected as people. Do you think the internet is detrimental? Because we're in a... From you and I, when we all started... We were in high school 2004, right? Mm -hmm. So the internet was so... So insane. So Isn't it so amazing? Tiny. Isn't it so amazing and such a blessing to be alive in a, uh, like an age we where technology... We seen it <laughs> right. all. Dial-up internet. Yeah. Cell phones as big as the fucking books on my shelf. Like, flip phones. Yeah. And flip, oh, flip phones <laughs> were the shit. But we were before that, too. We saw the boom. <laughs> if I ever wanted to see a chick naked online... I would have to wait for the photo to load and hope she's not doing a handstand just to like get yeah. to the boobs. Like it, it was a totally different realm. Now it's the click of a button where a drone could deliver wine to your door. Right. It, it's it's just, insane. We, we were there. So yeah, we, we're pioneers, man. I didn't do shit. I just I bought, <laughs> I bought it all. We witnessed hey, it. Hey, man, I was on fucking AIM. Yay! <laughs> we're the trailblazers. Yep. <laughs> I went from MySpace to Facebook. Clean transition. <laughs> <laughs> no doubt. I didn't get Facebook till after I graduated high school. That's crazy. But, yeah, That's crazy too. to me because I get fucking friend requests from like 10 year olds. I'm like, excuse me? So that's another thing. We were there when Facebook was designed for college kids and we were... You Thank had, God. You Thank God have, I don't yeah. have documentation of all the stupid ass shit I did in yeah. high school. I mean, check out <laughs> Just MySpace. memories. Just gross. memories. Yeah. <laughs> check Thank out God. MySpace. Don't check out MySpace because I haven't even fucking looked at it. I'm going to go look at you guys' MySpace. <laughs> I didn't have one. I think I no? tried to delete yeah, mine. <laughs> I think I tried to delete mine, but I don't know if I did. Now I'm nervous. Yeah, you should look into that. No. I still know my password. C-Dog31. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone go on there now. <laughs> Do you think this is a... Uh, so it's a different realm that we're in. It's it's insane because, like you said, we saw the boost. We were essentially cave people when this shit started. Is this, is this bad or is this good? Are we fucked? I, uh, I think it could go either way. Yeah, man. I think things are spiraling like, pretty fast. Like Kevin right now. said, intentions. What are the intentions? The people who are up doing shit. You know, what are the intentions? I mean, you have the good and the bad, the pros and the cons. Well, we're a fucking hive mind now. It's like uh, good intentions are almost overshadowed, overshadowed by poor intentions when we have so much connectivity. Right. Well, I think that that. The internet itself just allows for so much more expansion, you know, of communication and things like that. So it's speeding up the process. And I, I've heard time described once, um, I think it was Terrence McKenna, it was like a spiral. And so we're getting closer and closer to the in, inside of the spiral. And as you get closer to the inside, it's speeding up. It's speeding up. And so we're at that point, and the internet allows for such so much more communication that and so much faster that it could be used for good or it could be used for bad and that's true and so um i think we could never we shouldn't deny the fact that there is a sense of urgency 
that you know we've got some work to do we have a planet that we're living on and the scales are teetering you know either way this is sustainable this is a sustainable planet with resources it's it's um, perfectly nice and beautiful we've got um, nature mother nature provides so many different um, types of medicine and herbs and things for us to use that we should be utilizing yeah and yeah. should never could never be um, not illegalized there is never an authority in man fucking, everybody agrees it's stupid right everybody right. Yeah, yeah. I, I think that man ha cannot make that call against nature. Um, I think nature stands supreme in that aspect of, you know, um, you know, and it's not that we're worshiping nature. We're just worshiping the fact that that consciousness is everywhere and everything and that is providing. Everything is provided for. There is no lack anywhere in the universe except for what people um, create a sense of lack or create a sense of um abusing power abusing resources you know there's no reason why one person should have 10 bajillion dollars and one person doesn't have 10 dollars yeah there's enough there's enough there and it's there's it's unreasonable to do you know for things like Greed that is a monster in that situation right yep yep and, and then it comes back to the ego yeah full circle i think uh the internet could be a wonderful tool we just everything's just expanding so quickly because mm -hmm. i can't even imagine so we're going to touch on the simulation theory fuck it i like this a lot so so imagine atari pong and all that shit how the graphics were on that constantly it just kept getting better and now we're at virtual reality mm -hmm. that was in a 30 year window mm -hmm. now compound that over 10,000 years 20,000 years people think that we essentially currently could be living in a simulation how do you guys what do you feel about that whoa 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 like <laughs> elon fucking musk said this that there's a better chance that we're living in a simulation than not like a drastic right now right now i'm living the simulation right, right now, now. Which that would explain, explain a fucking lot a lot you know what a that lot. makes me feel a lot better <laughs> yeah. yeah so i mean essentially technology is going to be that's at the end of the day i talk about this a lot but at the end of the day, technology is going to be indistinguishable from reality. We're essentially going to, consciousness is going to end up somewhere inside the machine. Hmm. And there's no, there's no proof that we're currently not. Now, does that make it any less awesome, any less beautiful, if we are currently within the machine? You know what, man? I'm just living life. Fucking <laughs> L-I-V-I-N. Keep it, keep it going. Yeah, just keep it going. Well, um, see, I don't know. I'm not... I haven't heard much of simulation theory or thought about it a lot, but it, what it may reminds me of is um, a holographic universe. So it's similar to that that has been said that we live in a holographic universe in terms of, um, I don't know if you've ever seen pictures of a hologram, but um, it's starts with a P, I think. I forget what it's called. But you look in at the design, and it's this crazy design, like psychedelic looking. And you keep going down further into the design, but the design is made up of little designs inside the design. You just keep going. It'll fast, it will zoom in on this picture, and you're going in, you're like, okay, yeah, I'm coming in on this design. Wow, it's got even more detail down in here. All oh, the details getting bigger, bigger, bigger. And it's like you'll just morph and just keep going. 
like to another level and you're just going in you keep zooming in on the design which is zooming in on the micro design which is in the design and it's like crazy but it's you just keep going and going you could have the video running for like 10 minutes and it, you might as well just stop you know yeah but <laughs> it keeps going yeah but uh so that is something crazy i don't even know it's all of it's mind-blowing but it's kind of like the macrocosm and the microcosm you know that we are in the image of that you know um we are a part of that ocean of consciousness and just like a drop of water differs only in quantity from the ocean rather than it's the same in quality so the quality is the same of this drop in the ocean both have the same quality the same essence so we're drops in that whole ocean is what you know that belief is and then when you get into the holographic aspect of it it's uh i don't even it's know it's fucking mind blowing <laughs> yeah it's gonna melt your brain yeah. mind bottling <laughs> bottle that shit right <laughs> yeah i think i yeah that's crazy shit to think about and when you start thinking about outside of the earth it starts getting terrifying too like we can see 90 billion light years away from our planet i believe don't quote me that means if we ever got to the point of light travel or the speed of light, we would have to travel 90 billion years to hit the edge of what we are aware of. And that's just what we're aware of. Right. How big is this shit? It's just vast. It's endless. It's, it's, it's infinite. endless. It's infinite. It has to be. Some people say that the universe is much like Earth. If you get to one, if you get to the end of it, you'll just wrap around yeah that's what i believe too that, but what the fuck well i, I don't know i don't want to say that's what i believe but that's what it's more it, my logical mind wants to believe it more. You're right, right you know what i mean yeah because it's like oh that makes sense it's not that big yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 90 billion we could figure that out <laughs> yeah. but but well no it does make sense or or some kind of like <clears throat> uh, i don't want to say black hole but almost like uh I don't know, but I see what you're saying, where it it, it spirals back around, or it's yeah, like yeah. some kind it's of... Some kind of bringing you back. Yeah. They almost say it's almost spherical. Or right. A sphere, which doesn't... That's hard to comprehend, because outside of the universe, what the fuck's out there? Now, other people think... They, I thought of this. This is a shower thought or something, but our universe... What if outside of our universe is another universe and it just keeps expanding, expanding? Like me and my buddy were talking about this on another podcast. In Men in Black, they he had a marble in his pocket and that represented yes. our universe. Mm. There's no way that we'll ever like comprehend this shit. You no, can't. I think it's made to be so fast that this is an experiment in life that what's going to happen when this is really isolated or but but the thing is are we really even isolated? You I know? Don't think so. I, pff, that, I don't think so either. Either one. Like, I think uh, one of the famed scientists said there's there's a good chance if if we find life or if we're alone, they're equally terrifying. Like, mm. either one. If we're not alone, that's horrifying. Yeah, but if, if I we didn't are even alone, think about that, that until now. If we horrifying. are alone, that is fucking like terrifying. This, this is it, universe? This is it. What's happening on this earth? There's a Ew. war happening. I don't in like that thought. I don't well, like that thought. It's almost selfish to think we're alone. Right. With how much is. space is out yeah, there? Get dude, the fuck out of here. Yeah. We're oh, we can't find life on Mars. We're alone. No, no. Yeah. Oh, all these people are lying. Every person that's ever said that something crazy happened to them, these are just all liars. 
Do you think that's real? Alien? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I don't I, think that... I believe in aliens 100%. I don't know if they've made it here yet. <laughs> mm, I don't know. I'd say out of... If you told me uh, 500,000 stories of something... Somebody said that something happened, I believe... I would believe a couple... Yeah, 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 even if it were five... Even if it were... A micro... Um, yeah, boom. Proof. A chunk of a percent. It, there's the truth of it, you know? So, really? uh, to me, the odds are in favor of somebody saying something legit... Yeah. That of a real experience. Now, then it leads into more things. Was it a dream? Was it was it something other than thinking? You know, what kind of state of mind were they in? Were they on drugs? I don't know. You know, but that creates a whole other thing. Yeah. So you could, uh, and you could pick apart any argument pretty much. But I'm willing to believe something. Yeah. Something's happened. Yeah. I I think, like you said, I mean, it, it'd be fucking stupid if we're alone. Mm -hmm. It doesn't make sense. Right. But nothing. None of this shit does make sense. No, no, no. Um, so I think we're we're at about forty five minutes here. We're going to take a little bit of a break. I would like to get into how people experiencing the drug DMT see the same entity, and how that might tie in pretty comfortably to the alien life force that we were talking about, and kind of what that represents. So mm -hmm. we will be right back with some motherfucking manscape. Welcome back to Manscaped, you fucks. Today's episode was brought to you by one of our favorite sponsors, Butt Pugs. Do you love little animals and butt stuff? Well, we kind of figured out a solution for you. A butt Pug is just essentially a butt plug with a pug's face on it. And you can get one for $20. My 3D printing guy is still working on it, so that's coming to a store near you. What's up, dudes? Oh, my... Still here. He sold me on that. Yeah, that's it's gonna be big. It's, it's gonna you be should big. patent that now. <laughs> I think we can make some money. <laughs> no doubt. No All right, doubt. so so back to what we were talking about. I don't know if you heard Shayla, but we we were talking about uh, aliens, and then what I wanted to transition into is how people experimenting with uh, DMT, how they see the same. Uh, people Ooh. like the same entity what do you think's happening there well you go Kevin. I'd, I'd say touching, uh, touching. Mm. so i don't have much firsthand experience to rely on in this one but what i would say is um that it is true that when ingesting or doing some some forms of psychedelics um which could be found in nature, such as DMT, which is found all throughout nature, I'm pretty it's sure. It's inside of us. Right, yeah. yeah. We, we create it. Mm -hmm. Right. It's in plants, too. It's just our body can't digest it properly. So I think right. It's, yeah, which it's is everything. It which has is, to be mixed with something else an in order. Yeah, an MAI, MOI, inhibitor. 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 And so that's what... soul molecule. Right, so that's what it comes down to, the ayahuasca ceremonies and things like this that um, indigenous and tribal people were doing in this, you know, this region of the world. And so what they would take um, a root from one tree and a bark from another tree and combine them. And one of them had the DMT contained in it in a sufficient amount. And the other one contained a natural MOI inhibitor so that it made it digestible to your body. Right. And they would ingest that in a ceremonial setting, which I believe is key to any kind of psychedelic experience.
experience or any kind of experimentation with these kind of psychoactive plants is right mindset yeah and they're doing it in a ceremonial um setting so it's with intention okay it's with intention it's in a group setting it's in a safe space yes you have a shaman guiding you no you know i haven't went through this experience i'd like to um there are some places you can go and be guided by a shaman in a legitimate ceremony here in the states Oh yeah. Oh, I've been told Michigan actually, which mm-hmm. is about two or three I mean, hours from us. Hop, skip, and a jump. Yeah. Let's go. <laughs> okay, It'd be a good way to kick off the year. I'd yeah, say. Hell yeah. yeah! I mean, we're about halfway through. But yeah, I've been <laughs> getting into spring, but you know. Yeah, what I mean. kick it off. So, do you think there's actually like real properties to this, or do you think it's just synapses in the brain? Right. Well, just going back to what you originally asked me, which I never even really completely answered, <laughs> but um, so. <laughs> You're getting there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So how or why are people seeing the same being or entity when they're on this um, quote-unquote trip? It's fucking fascinating. Right. I it, think it's a wonderful thing. It is, and you could. Uh, there's probably many theories. Why aren't we funding this? Right, right. Why aren't, Let's look into it. Yeah, yeah. Nothing will, nothing will make you truly look at yourself in the mirror and tear yourself down to your true self. Strip away that ego. Like... Faster than like a, faster. Like yeah. a psychedelic experience, <laughs> yeah, quick. Where, where, personally. Yeah. And from what I've heard from others, yeah, man, that's it. it literally, the ego begins to melt, I feel, in that situation. Mm-hmm. And that's a good way to get the fuck over, exactly. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Well, what do you think it is? So, well, and, and so what I would say is happening is yes, it's true, you're taking and ingesting these substances, and it is actually raising our vibratory frequency. So it's raising our frequency to a higher a higher level of the spectrum. And so what, what I, I'm saying by that is people's vision are able to see things which are not physical in nature. So I would say that these people truly are, in some cases, perceiving an entity or being which I would say our, our optic nerves and are only seeing a certain amount of the visual visible spectrum of light. And well, we have like, proof of that, right? Yeah. Exactly. So Which that's is crazy. Exactly. So going off of that, there's, it's just naturally they're already saying that there are further parts of the spectrum which we are not able Almost to see. Dimensions. Right. Yeah. Something is there we're not able to see it. So that's already telling you that the possibility is there for a being, entity, personality, something to be. Uh, intelligent, an intelligent being, be operating on uh, a higher level of reality, but interpenetrating our own, actually. And that comes back to the, you know, some theories that everything is um, interpenetrated, so another dimension wouldn't be somewhere else in spatial time, but just... Overlaps. Yeah, yeah. in a way, in a sense. We Well, when we experience, when we think of things like this, we can't help but bring time into it. Because right. time is what we... And time is man-made. It's, it's, it's not it's real. It's, it's not real. However, when it comes to like relativity and how we experience time, you can almost measure something like that. But when it comes to something like this, we have to think like time is irrelevant to these experiences. Because mm-hmm. you you almost perceive time differently when you're on a psychedelic. Oh, right? no like, fucking doubt, bro. Sure. I yeah. lose time. But an hour how cool an hour goes like, by, I look at my phone, I'm like, it's been six fucking hours. Exactly, yeah. How cool <laughs> would it be to measure that? To see exactly what the person's experiencing. If we could, like, right. if we got there. Um, what is that documentary, the DMT, the spirit, spirit molecule, molecule yeah. when yeah. they 
experience DMT in a um, like hospital setting almost, mm -hmm. just very mentored, monitored, like, too. monitored, yep. all of it. And they say what felt like a lifetime, 15 minutes. See, that's kind of terrifying. I've heard, Isn't it? I, I don't know Isn't it? about that. <laughs> and they all said the same thing. They like, saw the, the same people. They, yes. they met the same spiritual yes. people. Yes, it's all, it's all different realms, different dimensions. And you, when you do that, I think... I almost believe I th that. Like, even though yes. science goes against it, I almost want to believe. I think, like, so your true self and then your physical body, your spirit and your physical body are two separate things. You know, when we die, I believe when we die, our body dies, our spirit goes on into these other realms, onto the next levels up in life. Like, you know, I don't know. Like, that's just what I feel in my heart to be true. Yeah. It sounds insane. I don't uh, think so. But I think that I mean, too, but that's, that's just that's yeah. just what I think. And I think you're a capsule right now. When, exactly. Yeah. So when you do those things, it helps you escape the physical body and go out into that and experience that. Um, I would like to experience it. I can't speak from firsthand, you know, but I would like to. For a DMT? Yeah, no doubt. Why, why have neither one of you guys experimented that? Um, I mean, it's not around, really. We tried it once and it was like not, I don't know. It wasn't cool. I mean, we didn't really get it off didn't, on it. It didn't, like. like things were kind of weird, but like for a second. I don't know second, if it was pure or what. Yeah. Okay. Then again, like you probably shouldn't be doing shit at festivals. It's like, yeah, uh, that's what this is. Okay. Yeah. And we didn't have, we didn't do it right, I don't think. I don't think we got it hot enough. I don't know. We were using a bick. A bick, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> we, the dude had like a bowl specially made for yeah, it. Yeah, we with the glass. We went, he's like, yeah, just ran down. He's like, I'll be right back. Because there's like, glass blowers at festivals and yeah. they'll make you shit right there. Right there. Yeah. Oh, yeah. He's like, I just ran down and had this glass blower make this for me. Like moments. He said ago. he had, he's like, this is he, fresh as fuck. Yeah, he's like, he had me, he had to make me promise I wasn't smoking meth out of it. <laughs> right. Like, cause it was like, like jokes on him, dude. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, no, 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 not meth, not PCP. Yeah, for sure. I think so. With psychedelics, it would be cool to think that this drug, it could almost teleport this consciousness to another place. And since it is already existing, and the universe is so fucking old, it's not crazy to think that it's some type of intelligent design or a natural design. And if if when you're on this, maybe you're like going to like this other place where those because people experiment experience love when they're on DMT, like mm. never ending love. Maybe you just teleport to this place and they're like, oh, new visitors. And they're just like loving creatures. Mm -hmm. I think that's cool to think of because what's what's to say it's not a possibility. You know? We are love. We are love. We are. That's that's. It's just we are love. We are light. That's our true self. And when you escape into that realm and away from the ego and can be your true self and experience your true self, that's what I think. Um, I don't know. It's it's really interesting stuff. If you think about it, it would be it would be a fun experiment for sure. Um, I just don't want to experience a lifetime in 15 minutes. Well, see, yeah. And just, well, and with what if I have, like, a wife? And uh, like, I would just wake up, I'm like, oh, well, Rebecca's gone forever. Right. <laughs> right. Well, and, and my experiences with psychedelics haven't been that 15-minute 
trip. You know, it's been that longer duration, eight to twelve hour of rise and roller coaster of um, psychedelic ride the spiral, man. Yeah, right, sure. Such as you know, like psilocybin mushrooms and yeah. things right, like right. that. So. And the snake. Yeah, so that's my, I can give you point of reference to, to that. And with that is, so it's not as fast as the DMT where it's like, bam, every, all You're this gone. is happening in Another like 20 out. minutes. Yeah. But it slowly builds up and up and up. And your perception on reality just begins to shift out of your normal like pattern you've got these patterns and it just begins to break down and dissolve these patterns and then you're in this mode of almost a reprogramming mode and if you have an intention and you have you know a way to do this inner work then it can be a very very valuable tool to that we many can experience because it's, it's so uh it's it's nature yeah. it is nature yeah. it should be uh, nature is such abundant and infinite that it should just be there. It should people just... chalk it up to, oh, you just want to get high. Well, maybe you want to do some self-growing as a person. And I think most people fall uh, into I wouldn't call that getting high. I mean, it's an experience. Like, yeah, it's just like... It's, if you haven't done it, you can't really speak on it because it's, it's different for everyone. Yeah, absolutely. And it's different every time. I mean, it's, it's been different every time. And I've, I've ate a lot of acid and ate a lot of mushrooms. And <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's it's different every time, and it definitely is an experience. And I do feel like I level up in life each time. You're I never have, the same. I afterwards. have an epiphany you're, every yeah. time. You're different. Um, and that's wonderful. That's something, a beautiful tool. Something I knew, I subconsciously knew, but I subconsciously didn't want to acknowledge. It'd be in your face. In your fucking. <laughs> and, and not even like that in a scary way it's just something totally irrelevant can happen and then it's like it clicks it's like oh fuck but it and it can oh, be it can be I've scary been ignoring so, this this entire right time. yeah and it's not to be taken lightly you should be there should be a certain amount of preparation for it you know because yeah. if you're not ready for that exactly. to be in your face then you should maybe chill out and do it on your own with it you know practice and meditation and things like I'm that i'm afraid i'll never be ready to see those things but i want to as like a sometimes you girl. just gotta you're just all in. in. I'm all in. Yeah. I'm ready to let's hey, go. Hey man, once you fall down the rabbit hole, <laughs> there's no going back. No. And I, when I um, talk to people who haven't experienced it and want to experiment with psychedelics, my um, my best advice is go into it with a good mindset. Make sure you are in a good place. You know what I'm Trusting saying? Trusting people. Yeah. Exactly. Be in a good place physically and mentally. Mm -hmm. Um. Also, it's like it's like seasoning a dish, man. You could always add more, but you can't fucking take it out. Yeah, like, nope. Start small, work your way up. Start small, give it a couple hours, yeah. work your way up. If you don't want to have a bad trip, that's my advice right there. Like, And I mean, I can't really say I've ever had a bad trip. Like, I've had some fucked up experiences while I was tripping that kind of made me um, not want to be tripping at the time. Yeah. But looking back at it, like, it's all temporary, and that's what you have to remind yourself sometimes if you're just going way too fucking deep. This is temporary. It's not going to last forever. Yeah. Because, trust me, you're going to think, oh, my fucking God, this is lasting forever. It's never going to end. Mm. Like, There's no way out of this. No. Yeah. It's, so, all, it's all temporary. Do you think somebody wanting to experience this do you think they should definitely look into it and absolutely yeah i think and, the, and that's the the it's a shame that 
this current acceptance in our society is the way it is because every person should have as a natural right <clears throat> the ability and option to come into a place that where they could be guided professionally exactly. by someone who understands safer. what is That'd be wonderful. the experience. That'd be yeah. so regulate. Cool. Yeah. yeah. Legalize and regulate. Mm -hmm. That's what needs to be done. For sure. Um, there's money to be made, so there's, there's no excuse. They it's don't. I think it's, yeah. it's ignorance. People don't want people thinking for themselves. Um, when it comes to mm -hmm. society, it's it's taboo. There's a stig a negative stigma. You know the hippies. Yeah. They back in the '60s, like everyone like hated like the war on drugs. Yeah, you know like reefer madness, all that bullshit. Like now psychedelics are the worst <clears throat> scheduled drug there is. Yeah, you get there's more trouble for psychedelics like than any fucked, other. Right? Then yeah, shit, oh yeah, then, you do then time. shit that you do and fucking die from. Then shit that's legal. Even, They're legally distributing. Like and yep. Yeah. Yes. Yep. A Schedule One drug. There's absolute, which is which is defined as absolutely no medical benefit. Yeah. And that is bullshit. <laughs> Marijuana is a Schedule One drug as well. Yeah. That's insane. There are studies proving that this has, you know, medical. Multifacets. Yes. Yeah. This has medical benefit, and it's still a Schedule One drug. People, pull your fucking heads out of your asses. Stop following so blindly. Think for your fucking yeah. self, man. Like, just stop. Stop believing everything you see. Stop watching the fucking news. Like, just stop. <laughs> That's something that came to me throughout life experiences. We're, we're taught the D.A.R.E. program in, uh, when we were children. And uh, those commercials, like... I'm so high, nothing could hurt me. And the guy, like, turns the gun to himself. <laughs> right, uh, yeah, I'll be Kumar. <laughs> yeah, yeah, like, we're, we're programmed to be terrified of these things. And yes. once you start going out there and experiencing life, you're like, how much of this shit is fuckery? Like, how much of this shit is real? Tomfoolery, I tell you. All of it, yeah. I'll, I'll tell you right now. Mm -hmm. <laughs> but everything, yeah, it's just like getting out there and experiencing it and they've done um they've done research like recent studies on psychedelics with anxiety and depression i was going to talk you, about that a lot. yes i've experienced anxiety and depression uh, like uh, a lot like i'd say probably most of my life man yeah i'm just now coming out of it like i was on medicine for a while and it made things seem better i was so happy but like it's so odd you take this antidepressant my pupils would just dilate just so huge you could tell you, you were on an instant like yes okay and i was happy as fuck yeah i'll take that but i'll, I'll have what she's had it's <laughs> it's all temporary though yeah. i felt like everything was all right and then um six months down the road and mind you like the first the first thing I tried didn't work. I went through a couple different medications before I found one that did work for me. Yeah. And um, six months down the road, what it is, it uh, it fucks with the chemicals in your brain. It tricks your brain into thinking it's happy. So you are not. You're Was not. Was it an SSRI? Um. Yes. Yes. That's why I, I I'm on SSRI. Yes. Yeah. I'm yes. familiar. I'm very familiar with this. Citalopram so, or something like that's that. That's exactly what I took less than 13 hours ago. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. 20 milligrams, the pink ones, yeah, the peach yeah. ones. Yeah. So it, so it like changes your chemistry in your brain. So yeah. So um, it doesn't make you. It doesn't make you just go face to face with the issues you're dealing with that are yeah. causing this. Mm -hmm. So, further down the road, you're still just not. 
facing those issues because you're happy, quote unquote happy. I was more depressed six months later than I was before I got on this medicine because I'm not, I'm not dealing with the things I need to be dealing with to make myself happy. Yeah. And I tried to get off of them. They put, they bumped me down to the 10 milligrams. I'm trying to wean myself off them. And it just got to the point. I just stopped fucking taking them. And about, I think seven days later, I started withdrawing off of antidepressants. I, I got off of them and I microdosed my way out and still like, it's scary shit once your body because you take it daily yes and your body's like i need that mm. yes yeah it's My like precious. <laughs> <laughs> Happy. So, that's the thing i tried to cold turkey it thinking because i was told by my doctor that this is not addictive okay yes. addiction is defined as you can't function without it. Yeah. So I'm at work, my head feels like it's spinning. I feel like I have the worst seasickness, but I'm standing on fucking the ground. Like, yeah. why do I feel like this? It was awful, like hot flashes. So I had to, like you said, microdose, start cutting the pills in half, cutting them to fourths, weaning my way off of something my doctor told me was not addictive. Which shouldn't when be a thing. I, yeah. went, I went back to him and told him that, and he's like, well, they're not. I'm like, then why was I fucking withdrawing off of it? Yeah. Like, so um, what I did, I got off of those. I fucking started eating healthier. I started working out, getting an outlet, you know what I'm saying, for all this built-up energy. Um... I'm trying to take the natural way. I got my crystals, like, whatever. I mean, it works for me. And, and that's wonderful if you found a way out of it. And for I sure. mean, you're not going to be happy every day. That's just how life is. You're going to have your bad days. And once you realize that, life gets better, you know? Yeah. It's, it's definitely something. And to touch back on how we originally got on this subject, um, doing psychedelics. Uh, when I was extremely depressed, I would feel it like I need to eat some psychedelics. Like I need to come out of this. I need to have an epiphany. I need to level up in life. I need to shed this skin and start anew. Like, I like as you said, Kevin, reprogram. <laughs> literally so, rewire. Yeah. Quite literally. And yes, I think it does help. It helps a lot, and I'm glad to see that they're starting to do studies on it. It's because not fast enough. We need it now. The, we need it now. An epidemic. The the um the pharmaceutical company does not want that. They don't want people. Of course. And that that's a giant problem in our society. Oh, that's why all these money, things, greed, it, yes, ego, yes, yes. it all goes back to. Well, that's that. why marijuana is illegal right now. Yes, because, can't uh, make money off of it. Well, they knew back in the past that this dude that owned the paper. The company, paper company, exactly, yes. And they're like, hey, well, marijuana or hemp, it makes wonderful everything. And he's like, oh, dude, I, uh, I'm going to lose a lot of money on that. And mm. they're like, fuck that, you know. And the, the, the richest people are the people in power. Mm -hmm. Like, I mean, that's why Trump's in office. He had the money to present himself as, like, that kind of person. Mm -hmm. I think if we really need to get the ball rolling because I'm such a – I'm a very anxious person. And it's something that goes in my family. But – at my core, I'm a social butterfly. I just want to be better. And I know several people, they don't come out about it. I'm very open about my anxiety. I think yes, we yes, have to be. Same. Mm -hmm. Yeah. If you're Helps feeling people this way, understand you better for sure. And nobody understands what have you experienced it, Kevin? What's uh, that? Anxiety, like really Yeah, I mean I have and you know, like 
I've had discussions with my mom about like depression and things because she's on the antidepressants and says her doctor says she has a chemical imbalance and uh, the way I relate to it is for me sitting in a place like the penitentiary or being that kind of a situation to me I don't know how I could not be going through yeah. forms of depression and anxiety and things like that and I've just learned ways to cope with it in my own life you know I've been uh, in that time period I started working out this has been going on seven years ago you know, that's and that, a, that's an instant serotonin boost. Yeah, right so there. I'm. Like, oh I, yeah. So yeah. yeah, you can't deny that we need release in our brains and we need to experience certain things to function in a better way. But the fact is, there are natural ways to get to that um, means. There are natural means to get to that end. Of that's what doing drugs mimics is yeah. the serotonin release mm -hmm. in your brain from working out. Mm -hmm. That's why working out can be addictive. It's so addictive. Like I started going to the gym six months ago with Kevin. I worked out before, but I didn't go to like the actual gym and hit it like that. I'm addicted. Like I, I what get, I get yeah. high. Yeah. I get high from working out yeah. for real. It's like therapeutic. It's, it's almost, um, it's almost euphoric to me. Well, all those, you and I both work retail. Kevin, you have the uh, benefits of not, yeah. thankfully. But, like, when you go do that, all this <clears throat> bullshit that's built up through the day, it just melts away and you're a clean slate. And mm -hmm. that's wonderful, but it, it's not a, a cure. It's not the fix. And it, so many people are experiencing this. I think if we were to look at these alternate medicines, if you will, psychedelics, people say... Like you said, you're a different person coming out of it. Mm -hmm. Let's look at this shit that's going on. Let's let's get it going. Right. I actually I saw it on the news a while back. I don't know if I played this. Would it be able to? Would you hear it on there? It's, uh, I, it's actual. It's a film. The TV. Yeah, we'll be able to hear it as long as it's not like uh, copyrighted though. Uh, it's just the news. Is that, fuck it. I don't care. Yeah. Fuck it. I don't care. I don't, care. I don't know. I'll it's, edit it's, it if I have to. All right. Cool. Well, it's talking about the research. This is recent, probably within the last three months I recorded this. Dr. Stephen Ross directs addiction studies at NYU Langone Medical Center and led the study. The idea was that uh, drugs which were known to induce spiritual or these unusual mystical states of consciousness might help people who are having this domain of distress. Baser took the medication in this treatment room with therapists present for support. During this session, she saw her fear inside her body. As soon as I visualized the fear, I became furious. In my mind, I screamed, who the hell do you think you are? <laughs> I won't be eaten alive. From that moment, the fear was gone. The NYU study and the second one at Johns Hopkins followed a total of 80 patients for six months after a single dose of psilocybin. There was lasting reduction yeah. of anxiety and depression in 60 to 80 percent of the patients. We really want to stamp it into memory because we really think that probably this profound memory is what's causing the therapeutic benefit so many months later. And again, that was Dr. John reporting. See, so it, it has been studied. Yeah. And it's there. Yeah, and we're studying it yeah. every time we do it. I am a living study. Oh, I am yeah. <laughs> living, breathing study, <laughs> I'm the student of the, all of it. Like <laughs> <laughs> That's fucking crazy, man. Depression and anxiety, like, to me, anxiety is such a terrifying oh, monster. Mm -hmm. It's Have the Have you ever worst. had, like, physical experiences from anxiety? Oh, um... Like I still experience anxiety from time to time, and how it hits me, it kind of just fucking hits me out of nowhere. So, some days for I no wake, reason. Some days I like, wake up anxious. Yeah. 
Some days it fucking hits me at the end of the day out of nowhere. Yeah. I get sick to my stomach, no appetite, I can't eat, I'll be so hungry, and it'll, it'll, um, I mean, it'll go a few days like that where, and you know, like with working out, I'm trying to eat more, and <laughs> it's so fucking difficult where I'm basically trying to force feed myself because mm-hmm. I feel like I'm going to get sick because the anxiety yeah. in my stomach is so bad. For sure. I, with me, anxiety... Somebody posted this the other day. Anxiety is a, a liar, uh, an amazing liar, but a liar nonetheless. And I think I, I sent you a book because you said something on on social media about how you were experiencing it, the the deer book. And essentially, mm-hmm. it's like, even in the therapist, I've talked to a therapist. They're like, just run at your fears when anxiety presents itself. Breathing is amazing, mm-hmm. but like, yeah. when when I experience anxiety, it's. And my brother, he has panic attacks like crazy too, so he can vouch for this. But a panic attack is you are dead. You're a dead person. Your face is scolding hot, and then your limbs are cold. Your body is experiencing actual changes because there's a fear. It's your fight Mm. fight or flight mechanism. Mm. And I think we're, we're lost in this evolution of we're so comfortable now. We don't have any fears. We don't have any enemies because we... We're factory farming. We're safe. We have guns. There, we don't have any true fears, and our brains d- don't know what to do. They're like, "You should be afraid." I mean, there's mm-hmm. there's shit out there, but there's not. Mm-hmm. We're like trapped in this mm-hmm. this evolutional standpoint, and I think that would be a wonderful way to bring the brain to be like, "Oh, maybe we're, maybe we're not in danger." Mm-hmm. Yeah, to kind of evolve and not have that anymore. Wouldn't that be? beautiful Mm. that'd be awesome what do you think somebody should do when they so somebody listening right now they do want to experiment with this what's the safest way you said like surround yourself by people what about like getting a hold of these things or kind of just making it safe for them to do it i I would even say that you can go to a shaman in a place a place that is doing it and you said this isn't it's in the states it's in the states and um, I think that would be the best route. You're getting, you're not dealing with, you know, drugs off the street and things like that. Um, and you know, in a certain sense, you know, I don't know. I mean, I just know that the the most way, best way to ensure quality is if you were doing something yourself. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Absolutely. But. You know, there's so much risk involved with any of it. Um, if you go to the shaman, I think would be the best route. Every all other routes, you're breaking all kinds of laws and putting yourself at risk. So that's up to the you yeah. Know, each don't person. go out in public. Yeah. That's my advice. Yeah. Don't go out in public. That's a bad idea. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Do you think what's the legality with the shaman shit right now? Because I mean, it's obviously across the board illegal, but uh, if it ties in with religion, I believe don't we have religious freedoms to do right, such I think, things? I think, <laughs> I'll, I'll, I'll wear a mask if it'll allow me to meet this dude. That'd be cool. I th- I'm thinking that it's it's co- that, covered so. under some kind of uh, you know respecting the uh, native purposes. people's uh, culture ways and ways. And like you know? Yeah. So I think it may have. I think in the 60s or 70s there was a big thing about it because it was getting real big, and they might have like either tried to or did enact some laws or I don't know how they, you know, started to regulate it. But, um, word through the grapevine is you can go to a, you know, legitimate shaman 
and do it in a ceremonial setting. So that'd be fucking awesome. Yeah, I've actually looked into meditation retreats. Oh yeah, and I I think that'd be crazy. I read a book. You read the book too, I think. Ten um, percent happier, or um, maybe not. Oh. You, you posted a book about meditation, and this oh, okay. this is kind of on the same the rights of it. So this guy is called Ten Percent Happier. He had a uh, panic attack on live air, mm. and he was a news reporter. So it was cocaine fueled, mm. but I mean, still he he still had that problem, and he went to this uh, meditation retreat, and it was just eight days of you can't say a word to these people. Yeah, you go sit by yourself, mm. you meditate, and he said when he left, he was at least ten percent happier. Wow, he, he like uncovered himself, and we have those like well, here. Yeah, well, it's it's funny you say that because actually part of my yoga certification next weekend we're going not not for eight days but three days over the weekend straight day a silent retreat Ooh, silent retreat hey, you, Ooh. yeah you got something ahead of you yeah man. so that's I'm what a... i need right now my voice is shot <laughs> yeah, yeah. oh fuck <laughs> this will be a great time for you to go yeah, yeah. i know <laughs> are you excited or nervous yeah i'm excited man uh so, yeah, you've I've... never been quiet for three days no absolutely not never it's gonna be a fucking challenge. His loud ass. <laughs> is laughing involved. I might be just cheesing out the whole time. No cheesing. Like, no cheesing. What? The no cheesing. <laughs> Straight face, bro. I don't want to. I don't want to. <laughs> that's gonna. It's gonna eliminate so much of your your brain's chatter. Yeah. 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 And just that'd be cool, man. Yeah. Get to zero in. Yeah, fuck yeah! And you you're already prepared for this. You already have the work off and. Uh, yeah, well, I, I get every weekend off, so it works. They, they, it's cool, the studio I go to. They kind of um, work around your schedule. It's Yoga on High in Columbus. Oh, So it's go, right on High Street. Hell yeah, you go down to Columbus. Yeah, yep. Fuck yeah. It's a legit studio, and yeah, yep, I like it. That's awesome, man. Well, we were, uh, we were talking about this before the podcast. Kevin is looking into becoming a fully certified yoga instructor. Yeah, I'm about six going on seven months in on my nine-month certification yeah and is that going to be a part of your storefront too oh yeah we've got the upstairs um we just it's pretty much finished now um we've Straight got sanctuary yeah we got hardwood floor i got honey oak hardwood floor put down with uh had a couple coats of clear coat put on it the amish are doing it so you know it's legit so you know it's real <laughs> yeah, i got some woodwork going by the amish and uh yeah i got some recessed lighting and pine boards all on the ceiling clear i can't coat. wait i'm so pumped Fuck are you yeah. gonna have reiki there we're gonna have everything reiki yoga uh my buddy and What's i reiki? were talking reiki um you're in for a treat is it like suspended yoga no do you do the there's that they have that at the studio i go yeah, to the silks that. hanging from the ceiling yeah yeah yep so reiki is a form of energy work um could be thought of as a uh, method of laying on of hands healing but really i wouldn't have to touch you so reiki means universal life force that's in religions too i knew somebody yuki from our high school he yeah he experienced that he did that shit yeah 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 so and uh so it's similar to that um it may differ some from a, a faith healing uh, maybe a little bit different than that but similar but so with reiki reiki uh means universal life force so you're, you receive your attunement from a Reiki master, and they uh, put the symbols in your aura and stuff like this to work with the system. Um, and so once you're attuned to Reiki, then you can kind of meditate, clear your mind, and uh, call upon the Reiki, Reiki, universal life force, and uh, call this energy in. It comes down through your crown, 
into your solar plexus and then out through your hands. And you can legit feel it. And you can legit feel it. Yeah. Yeah. And so the the story goes with um, Dr. Usui or Usai. Uh, it's a Japanese originated in Japan. And so Mr. Usai, so he went and meditated on a mountain for 21 days straight. Straight Buddha shit. Just straight, just crazy. went to the mountain and meditated and was not going to leave. Wish I could do that. No yeah. Shit. You got three days of that. Yeah, yeah, three. Like a fucking fourth of it. Yeah. So, uh, and on the 21st day, he just started feeling all this energy and all these, like, visions and symbols started coming through. And he sort of received this energetic attunement from the universe, I suppose. And, uh... So now he just had, he was attuned to this. He was just charged with this energy and he just went out and started healing people and was healing people and healing people. And there was a woman, I think, and maybe a man, but at least the woman was one of the main people that brought it over to the United States. And they started certifying people. And it said that it was something like to receive your first attunement was something like four or five grand just because they wanted to, they Legit. wanted you to they be serious to, yeah, like this is people. we take this serious we're not just handing this out it's a good way to keep it serious yeah, yeah. and it, it's much um, more widespread now i mean you can get an attunement for a few hundred dollars get cool. an attunement still i mean if you're paying that money you obviously you want a reason to do it yeah yeah it's definitely an investment and i'm really excited to get all i really need is a table now um, i've got my space set up and i'm going to get a uh, massage table. I've been telling a guy. I've been giving private yoga lessons to a guy at the gym, and um, this guy named Mike, and he's in, probably in his 60s. You know, just trying to stay in shape. And then I uh, started a couple weeks ago doing uh, private yoga sessions, and his first thing he said is he wanted to do full lotus, which is a pretty. Uh, I mean, <laughs> it's. I don't even know. I do a lot can of squats. I work out a lot, and I've. I need to practice more i don't think i can do a full lotus right now i'll do it right now my legs are pretty tight <laughs> i don't even know what that is but. yeah it's uh kind of like the indian style but then you bring one leg up on top of the other is a half lotus and then you bring the other leg on top of this the other leg so it's like a reverse cross leg i don't know but Shit. it's pretty serious you have to be have open hips your hips have to be open for that so that's what we're working up towards so i'm like all right so we're just doing mostly physical work but now, like, every time at the end, like, towards the end of a session, like, he'll just be, like, picking my brain about some legit, like, raw questions. Like, so, he'll be like, so, Kevin, do you, do you practice yoga with intentions of being a fully awakened and enlightened being? All right. And I'm like, all right, Mike. Yeah, Mike. Yeah, Mike, I do. That is why I practice yoga. Yeah, <laughs> fuck like, yeah. And he's like, well... He's like, he says he travels a lot, and he said he just remembers things that he reads. He's like, he just reads things. Uh, my buddy said he... Photographic almost. Yeah, my yeah. buddy said he works, um, and his job is to like go study. I don't, I don't know technically, but he's always in like libraries and things, like reading. Yeah. And he said that, uh, and so Mike's like, yeah, he's like, so I've heard about this kundalini energy that, you know, re resides at the base of your spine. And rises up and and put and puts one in a state of enlightenment and he's coming at me with some heavy things, right? He's, You're ready for it. And I'm like, yeah, fuck it. You know what, Mike? Let's do it. Yeah, I'm like, I'm like, you know what? I'm like, we don't. I'm like, if you don't want to stretch one of these days, we can just come in and you know talk it up Hell about yeah. some philosophy, like. 
that's almost as beneficial. Yeah, yeah, Fuck yeah. And it is, you know. Uh, there's many limbs. They say it's an eight limb plat, eight limbed path yoga, um, in certain Ashtanga and things like that. But um, and there's different aspects of it. There's the physical aspect. You know, you're doing the stretches and preparing the body most, but it's been said with the main intention or with the intent of the asanas and physical practices warming you up and preparing you for the meditation work. You know what I mean? So it's so all hand leading, in hand. Yeah, and it's all leading up to um, what we're searching for is just that, that peace and contentment in ourselves, you know? It's fucking awesome, man. It's a great tool. Yeah, yeah, for Obviously. sure. It's free. It's free. It just takes your effort and some, you know, guidance space, maybe. Mild amount of space. Yeah. Mild. Mm-hmm. That's fucking awesome, man. I've been wanting to come check out your class. I mean, what what days are your classes on? Um, I've got a Sunday night at at the gym going after hours. That's the day to go. Sunday, Sunday. night. Yeah, it's, that would yeah. be the day I could go. Cool. Yeah. Five fifteen. You want more the merrier? Yeah, more the merrier. The most. Bucks? The yeah. most. Yeah, yeah. You want to get your chakras lined up? <laughs> Five bucks. Five mm. bucks. Yeah, that ain't breaking the bank. <clears throat> no. That's fucking awesome. It's a good class. It's a popular class. Are you nobody, digging it so far? Yeah, yeah, for sure. Well, nobody comes to the Tuesday classes anymore. Yeah, the past like, three weeks, me and Gwen, it's just been me and Gwen, so we're like, oh, uh, really? he's like, do you want to do yoga or work out? And it's like, er, let's work out. Yeah, so well, we are well. in a gym. Yeah, we <laughs> <laughs> so, have yeah, the Sunday classes yeah. pretty um, popular for people. I usually stay between like 8 and 12 people. Um, on average, and we've got some regulars that really look forward to it. So, mm-hmm. fuck yeah, man! Well, you're listening to that. If you guys are interested in this shit, hit Gwen up, and then get some more traffic in there. That'd be fucking awesome. Yeah, yeah, Kevin Gwen. You can hit me up on Facebook, and yeah, let's do it. Yeah. Do, do the Yoga. Tuesday class, you guys. Come yeah, Tuesday. <laughs> yeah. Might end up being a workout, so come prepared. For sure. <laughs> All right, guys. We are at about at one and a half hours. I think this is a good spot to take a break. And when we come back, I do want to talk about the storefront and how you guys are pretty psyched about that and where that's going to go. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. All right. We will be right back with some Manscaped. Welcome back to Manscaped. We're about to bring this bitch home. Got a few more minutes of shit to talk about here. Gwen, we were going to talk about the storefront. How's that journey been? Man, yeah. It's a wonderful journey. Um... It seems long, you know, renovations seem like it spans a long time frame. Because in your mind, you're like visualizing, you know what I mean? This, you're like, yes, you're like, law of attraction, like, about to have this building, I'm about to do this here, that, you know, whatever your dream or goal is. And it's like, you're like, okay, manifest. Yeah. And it's not. Then it's like happening very, like, slowly. So we've been like renovating the building for like the past year, you know, and, um, so right now we're to the final stages of the downstairs. The upstairs is ready to go for yoga and meditation and group classes and stuff like that. So we're in the process. I'm, I'm doing yoga classes already, and so I think we're going to start with a meditation group. And my Meditation was, would be fucking sweet. Yeah, just a group, a not physical practice, but just come. We'll have like a guided meditation, then maybe we'll talk you know, for a while, or I'd also like to get it to where we could watch like a 20 or 30 minute video, 
maybe have an open discussion and then meditate you know what i mean get you like a projector screen are you gonna get some bean bags or something man that'd be sweet yeah Yeah, we need some it'd be nice to have meditation cushions but they're about 30 or 40 dollars a piece so bean bags are 15 dude yeah are they Bean bags are cheap. Man, you buy you wholesale. Th- how many? Why are you gonna store all these bean bags? And well, the corner. Here's the bean bag. Where are you gonna have? Where are you gonna have dirty hippies sleep when they come and need somewhere to stay? I guess I do have a whole section. I do have like a third of it, about section of the top. The top is upstairs is all open, and but like a third of it is like a separate kind of in my mind area. You know what I mean? Yeah. And then to the left is the open area with the hardwood floor. Um, that's like three quarters of the upstairs at least. So, did do you own the building? Yeah, yeah. I financed okay. it through the bank. You know, I got a job, a, lot of money, a steady I imagine, right? job. I mean, you know, I got a pretty good. You know, it wasn't too bad actually. It was just to totally the credit union. Yeah, a credit that's the best union. way to go. The lowest yeah. APR. Yeah, through a giant union. bank. Yeah. Right. No, yeah, and you, I just you know got a job where a steady job, forty hour a week job, and just kept working and. Start a small, getting like a small loan or something. Uh, I actually got a small loan for the down payment for a land contract. Is how I first got it. Yeah, and build your credit. And so and I go just paid. Yeah, I just paid on that loan for like a year or like ten months or something. And they're like, "Yeah, you have excellent credit." I was like, "Wow!" And it was like, I had an epiphany. I actually had an epiphany yeah, on. I, I had remember, experience. I remember. Yeah. Put a little jelly yeah. on my tongue, and uh, I was like, four <laughs> hours later, I was like, "Bing!" Like light bulb, because I've I've always had interest in um, um, real estate. So in my mind, I was like trying to invest in a, a house or like a rental property or a you know, triplex or yeah. something. You know what I mean? And get a cash flow going, so I you know so I don't have to work a manual labor job my entire life. Yeah. And uh, but then I had this building already on land contract, and it's like an empty shell. You know, it's an old building. It's about a hundred years old. Uh, it used to be the city dairy. Oh shit! So yeah, where's it at? Um, on you know porterhouse right on the there west by side. Porterhouse, right beside porterhouse. The brick building, porterhouse by the west side. Um, you know the drive-through on the way to Dairy Queen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The and then that right brick building right to the right. Oh, of okay, it. okay. It used to be hydroponic store. Okay, and there's it's, like I know what you're talking about that area of town. It's not so it's not out in the middle of nowhere. It's kind no, of no, it's like a high foot traffic. Fuck we, yeah. we people yeah, watch. We'll sit yeah, in. Okay. We'll sit in there and look out the window, and it's a gas station, oh, and just oh, yeah, see people we know. Just man. see people really? we know. See people see. Watch the guy <laughs> pull out with the uh, the 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 uh, gas in his car. Boom! Pulled it clean off of the thing. <laughs> Start spraying uh, everywhere. Uh, it did. They have some kind of release. Mechanism. Like, yeah. Yeah. Okay. yeah. That yeah. could have been Smart. bad. So okay. So you you're in a good area of town, and you're gonna. What's the storefront gonna sell? So, I've actually had the opportunity um, through my friend Bradella, um, a mutual friend of ours, is a wholesale supplier and works works some gem shows. And okay. Well, actually, works a lot of gem shows almost every weekend. Travels the country. That's her gig, basically. His yeah, our oh, friend his, yeah, okay. yeah, our friend Digby yeah, uh, and so he travels the country with a van full of, full of crystals and jewelry and just cool stuff like you know metaphysical type things and Shit, he just hits up festivals and stuff. He'll hit up gem shows, big gem shows yeah. where shop owners are coming in to buy off of the wholesale, you know, invest in a wholesale price. From, he's doing it right, going there. Yeah, he's yeah. doing it right. And so I had the opportunity to work a gem show with him. So go there, work for him, help him sell, you know, bag things up and uh, talk to people maybe or 
and just helped him and he paid me and I'm, I've I actually went and spent money while I was there you know invested into some things and I'd like to get a lot more so gemstones definitely I'd like to get a lot of gemstones um, a lot of handmade jewelry and art a lot of my friends are artists and different type of things like that you know wire wrapped uh, like gemstones that are wire wrapped independence jewelry and, and things like that oh, you know right. Uh, and like paintings if some of my friends paint and do you do I, consignments like yeah I'm gonna do a consignment yeah I'm a local artist hit so. me up I, I went on board okay bet yeah, yeah fuck yeah <laughs> yep and, yeah. Oh, yeah. and uh and so yeah I've been working with glass uh so I've just mostly been doing like mushroom pendants Really? And stuff like that, but you've been blowing yourself, right? Yeah, I've well, got a, I've got a small. <laughs> spl- you've been doing glass blowing. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, so I've got a small setup, a uh, small torch to do like uh, smaller size projects, like small like pendants, pendants and, and stuff like yeah. that, uh, and not like a huge pipe or marble or something. But um, I, all I would need is a, a more powerful torch. So I've already got the oxygen and propane set up. Lots of glass rods for you know. I've, you know, put out, you know, a few, probably like 40 or 50 of those uh, mushroom pendants, just working with that. You've and been selling them pretty well? I haven't really been selling or pushing them much. I need I need a kiln, actually. I need to fire them in the kiln. Hot yeah, yeah, I've got a pottery kiln and a kiln we built. And the kiln we built, we don't have the right control. Neither of them we can get on the right settings, you know. So a pottery kiln works different than a glass kiln. I need to raise it to a specific temperature and hold it there. And then be able to lower and control the temperature, and you know, stop, pause it again. You know, heat, heat, and anneal the glass, and then lower it down at a at a controlled rate. So yeah, it, without cracking. Yeah, it. totally new, like a piece of equipment. Yeah, I could buy like a four, like say it's around four hundred dollar piece, um, and convert that pottery kiln into a glass kiln, which would be really legit, actually, because it'd be a cheaper route to take. Oh, dude, glass kiln for like square inch or whatever of foot of of space is so expensive i mean you're paying a couple grand for like not even like a foot by a foot or so and that's just like eight pendants or something yeah Yeah. and you get a pottery kiln that's like three and a half three foot by three foot you know then you can fill the fuck out of it man yeah they say you want to raise it more towards so your product is on the the middle part of it because it's such a big space but i'm thinking about going that route and uh yeah i'm about to start Back in production, uh, the shop, my part of the shop where I've got it, I didn't really have much heat or anything this winter, so. And the glass breaks a lot when it's cold. If you heat it up too fast, yeah, yeah, it breaks. Yeah, I imagine. Did you run into that a lot? Yeah, well, yeah, so I didn't make much over the winter, but I'm about to get back at it now, you know. That's awesome. Warmer outs. Are you going to do pipes and stuff too, or just pendants? Um, Not at the store. You know, but I'm I'd be totally down to be you know crank out some batches of pipes and go to a festival or you know sell them wholesale to head shops. That'd be a really good route. Oh, dude, like just swing by like a distributor and they'll hit you up with a consignment on that. That'd be fucking sweet. Yeah, and just start dropping pipes off everywhere. You know. Yeah. So I'm gonna start with the pendants and get my store stocked up and stuff like that because we're not gonna carry any paraphernalia or anything like that. You Keep know? it clean. Yeah, we're gonna uh, appeal to you know, a wide range and a wide classes of people that are interested in, in art and handmade local, local made uh, products of, you know, jewelry <laughs> or metaphysical, you know, energy type things like the gemstones or even, you know, stones. Some people like them for physical properties just for the jewelry, you know, and uh, even just how it looks, just I mean, mm-hmm. even if you're not 
it has multiple purposes. Obviously. Right. That'd be awesome. Right, and just the creative expression and collaboration of artists, and uh, you know, I think it's going to be really good for all of us. In yeah, the... and just having a place for like-minded people to gather, because I believe once it does open, that energy force is going to be there, and people are going to, you know, people we don't even know are going to show up there just because they were drawn just there. Flock to it. Yep. Yeah. yeah. It'd be great for a town like Kenton. Too, exactly. You know I mean? It's so well, necessary to have a positive outlet. Right now, Kenton's almost, it's coming back, but I mean, there's a point in Kenton where it wasn't the, the best place to be, and the positivity is starting to slowly sink in. You got the gym, you got your shop, you got this table one where it's like all right, pay pay it forward. Forward. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's cool. It's starting to kind of build from the ground up. Mm -hmm. Yeah, well, yeah, and if we could open those channels up and, you know, open up to the possibilities for this region and for this town, we're in the optimal um geographic location in terms of right our off relation giant highway yeah so many giant highways yeah. uh, 31 53 309 67 68 yeah. Yeah. you know we're at like a crossroad intersection of like in the middle of the nowhere, county but, seat. yeah the middle of nowhere yeah. but surrounded by you know medium-sized cities tinier towns and you know uh and they within a half hour yeah, yeah within a half hour you can go to four like bigger cities than this yeah. four <laughs> of them so that's uh once you get to that 30-mile range or so, that's a pretty large population, you know, density, I suppose, of people just right within access. Absolutely. And if you, get, if you get into the online aspect of it, too, and people, like, start recognizing you from there, people would travel even farther away to come hit you up. Well, yeah, it's crazy. I had our class at Bradella's last night, and Bradella wasn't there, so I ran the class by myself. And a woman came from Marion... Which is came, on the other side. Oh, the other side of Kenton, so like yeah. an hour, 15 minutes yeah. from Lima. Came there, and she was like, yeah. She's like, well, I might hit up your Kenton class. She's like, at the gym. It's closer. She's yeah. like, I'm from Marion. She's like, actually, I was just coming to this one and hoping I could, like, meet you here and then so I could find out about you. know, so she's like, she's willing to drive 30 minutes from Marion because it's closer than an hour, to, you know, oh, the, yeah. to get to Lima. Yeah. Right. And then she probably interacts with those type of people as well and then they'll they'll kinda It's all networking. Seep, yeah. It's all networking. Natural networking. Yeah. Thankfully. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. And when you kind of surrender to that and open up to um, you know, there's things working in our lives that we can't see, whether what forces or what ideology you want to put behind it, but there's, you know, guiding forces, guiding spirits, if you will. It just depends, you know, ancestral or any type of things guiding us and, and and making connections with other people you know what i mean we're meeting up i believe on higher levels before this even happened this this has been organized by our higher selves higher intelligence higher forces higher guides helping to negotiate this happening here and now in real time in real time yeah. and we are down here seemingly in the world in our physical self and personality of this life and but when we're tuning more into our higher self we're coming together in more situations and people and events and things happening that is progressing everything yeah. and compounding and creating something completely it's, new yeah it's all synchronicity mm -hmm. it's yeah. all synchronicity i don't believe in coincidence i think it's all synchronicity right like i keep seeing 777 and 77 and 7777 numbers yeah. certain numbers what do you think seven means there's a meaning behind each number there's so much i have 
I used to look it up every time something would mm -hmm. pop up, but then eventually your life is so synchronized that you're like, I can't do this. Yeah, it's like <laughs> too much. Yeah. There it is again. Yep, I'm just going to take note of it this time, though, the fifth time today mm -hmm. that I've seen that number. Yeah, no shit. <laughs> We, uh, Shayla and I were talking about the depth tanks. I think that'd be super cool. Like yeah. people flock because that's something that's not tapped. Mm. So I know for sure if you, even if you thought about dipping your toes into something like that, it would coincide well with what you're currently doing. Wow. Dude, people would flock. If you the, had a deprivation tank, bro. You. Yes, that would be so awesome. I've I've done it myself just from research. Like, where's the closest one? Columbus. Columbus, yeah. From me, and it, not in Toledo, nothing like that. It's an hour and a half from you. And you, it's sixty bucks to do it, and you're obviously not trying to make a profit, but you're also trying to make a profit. So it, it would be a wonderful, like, just another side thing. Do it for like fifty bucks, like. Fuck yeah. Come in town and do it for 50 yeah, instead of driving to Columbus bucks. and do it for yeah, 60 Yeah, man. Shit, I'd, be, I'd run that. That goes hand in hand with the spirituality of everything. That's meditation, the purest of meditation, mm -hmm. I feel. You shut everything off. Everything. Fuck yeah. I, I want to do it really bad. So do I. They have them on Groupon a lot for like kind of cheap like how much know, are they on there? i don't know why i haven't done it yet like 40 bucks or something 40. maybe like, so we'll yeah, have to see what the bucks. market's like and just do you know what it is like yeah yeah i've i've heard and uh mildly researched it um you're laying in the sensory like deprivation tower right? yeah like it, the matches, it matches your body temperature so you aren't a body anymore you're the water so insane Fuck yeah and then they just shut all your senses off mm -hmm. which sensory that sensory deprivation you're deprived of what makes you a person so you're, you're essentially just floating in the cosmos <laughs> right you're fucking they, nothing they said that it triggers certain experiences um astral projection and it can yeah potentially. people have crazy stories mm -hmm. of, uh out of body experience yeah yeah yes yes yeah. that'd be fucking nuts something about it yeah you should look into it man Wish. there's some there's some you should take a day made. take a spa day yeah <laughs> i wonder if there's one in the yellow springs I actually, I think there might be. If yeah. it does, we're doing it this weekend. Fuck yeah. Celebrating yeah, like, my birthday. Fuck yeah. Which is today. Yeah. Happy birthday, Gwen. Happy Bam. birthday. 27th. 27, 27 on the 27th. Yeah, 27 on the 27th. Synchronicity. 2727. Seven. fucking escaped. <laughs> <laughs> so we're going to Yellow Springs, and we're going to let loose and find a deprivation tank. Hopefully. Um, hopefully. And Literally escape. let loose. Yeah, escape let loose. existence. Yep. Fuck yeah. I, I love Yellow Springs. We've been talking about this quite a bit. Uh, that's that's kind of where I grew up before Kenton. Really? And yeah, I, I was in uh, Springfield, so it's right beside Yellow Springs. Yeah. I spent a good chunk of my life just traveling there. And they have their street festival. Mm -hmm. the, I'm not like big into the whole good vibes thing and everything like that, but just the energy there, it's like, holy shit. Mm -hmm. Yeah, like it's like this place is pure peace. You, yeah, because when you get so there. many people gathered in one place, it puts out that energy field. You know, all that energy together puts out a energy field, whether it be positive or negative. If you get that many people with those good intentions together, it's going to put out a good energy, and you're going to feel good when you're there. Yeah, absolutely. I think that's <clears throat> that's almost a scientific yeah. explanation of what's happening there. Right. Everybody's just so positive. Mm -hmm. Right, and then it kind of boggled my mind a little bit and opened it up. Um, we went there the last time we went there and had an epiphany. Mm -hmm. And uh, <laughs> <laughs> so I was in Yellow Springs and I had this epiphany all of a sudden. And uh, it was just like, you know, well, 
this place is so amazing, you know, and it's such an attraction and just such an energy concentrated and creativity out of, the, I mean, shops are, are a dime a dozen, like every corner is a shop, you know what I mean, which is awesome. And so um, somebody, somewhere along the line, this was probably just a regular, you know, Yellow Springs, Ohio, whenever it was in the 30s or 40s or 50s, and... It's just a small town. Yeah, until certain like-minded, uh, certain group of people started to migrate to this area and said, hey, we're going to do something here. Yeah. And this is what we're going to do. And it just evolved, you know, throughout Slowly, time. Yeah. Antioch College is yeah. an arts college. They were giving I mean, away. That's uh, probably a good chunk of that, actually. <clears throat> it, it attracted yeah. those people. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And they have wonderful art there. Everything's just so beautiful. Everything. I love the street performers. There's always someone out I playing see some sort more. of instrument. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Uh, I like if you're if you're there later when it starts to get dark. They they bust out the poi. You'll see people doing fire yeah. poi out front of Haha's Pizza, which uh, yeah. is a pizza fire shop. Fire spinning or yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's fucking sweet. You do a little bit of that, don't you? Um, I've I've got some LED poi I got last year. Yeah. yeah. Fire poi is a little more. Yeah, I haven't tried the fire poi yet. <laughs> yeah, don't fuck with that. But I was practicing every day there for a while, but I fell out of practice on the poi. I'd like to, dude, because you go to festivals and you see people that you know people that they're. People flock to the lights. Well, yeah, yeah and, for the, sure. and you see people that you know that are literally spinning a hoop or spinning poi probably every day and are real good at, at it. Like, you know, I work out every day. I'm real good at it. They're spinning poi every day. They're real good at it. And when I'm watching them at a festival, I'm like, that is raw. Like, That's their fucking genius. That it's is their sick. art. It's their form of art. It's cool to see how much they put into something like that. Yeah, that they're... It actually pays off. Yeah. Just in that freedom of expression, you see them, you know... Yeah, and it brings people together. It's, it's nice, you yeah, know? It's their okay. form of art that they're sharing with us. It's a beautiful thing. I love festivals. I can't fucking wait. I need to go to one. Uh, yeah. yeah. Dark Star, hopefully. It's such a gathering, man, of like-minded people where... Out in nature, too. Yeah. It's like typically out in the middle of nowhere, right? Yeah, you know, we're, we're out here in a society and we feel outnumbered and outcast by, you know, majority of society through different avenues of just closed-minded beliefs, religion. You know, we're cast out by half of the people would just say that... You know, there's no luck, there's no chance for us, you know what I mean? Type of deal to where we can go to a f place and gather and not have to feel such a sense of alienation that we are expressing ourselves in the way that we are. We dress or, or talk or anything the way that we do, you know what I mean? That It's a comfortable It's area. such a great energy. It's unlike anything else because, honestly, you go there and there are people of all ages people younger than us kids kids, <laughs> kids. it's very oh, family shit. it's very family friendly friendly people look out for each other it's all for the most part it's all good people yeah. and they're strangers looking out for you that shit is unheard of yeah this mm -hmm. is what this place is like though and i mean it's such a good energy and it's people from all ages people from all walks of life people from all different backgrounds coming together for essentially the same thing to have a good time to listen to good music to dance you'll see people dancing you would never if yeah. you've seen them in the street you'd be like the motherfucker ain't gonna dance like well, he's out there and jamming. yeah he's just yeah. loving life having a great time not giving a fuck what anybody thinks just just being a hundred percent your true self yeah expressing yourself is what it is yeah authentically for a, for one weekend i can be 100 percent my true self and not be judged and not be afraid 
because every it's all good vibes it's all good people everyone's looking out for everyone the one festival we went to our buddy had a money clip with like six hundred dollars in it and he was fucking around with a hoop like a holy a hula hoop and it flew out of his pocket he had like basketball shorts on someone fucking picked it up and gave it back to him it was cash yes cash six hundred dollars cash couldn't barely close his wallet <laughs> that'd be a test of my personality yes that'd be, that'd be tough. so like if that tells you anything like there for are the most part, definitely good people. Good people. You set up camp. Your neighbors look out for your shit. Like that would have really fucked him too. Oh, yeah. Would have made for not made a very sick. fun weekend. Yeah, no yeah. party favors. That's for sure. No, for sure. <laughs> he would have been done. Yeah, I think that's awesome. Um, I definitely want to get start looking into that shit. And it, it just sounds like a gathering of free thinkers almost. Yeah. Everybody. It's just it's, so chill. It's so amazing. Like because they have the live music all day long. And you hear it all through, because you camp, like, most of, of the festivals we go to, you camp in the venue, so your tent is right there, like, we could see the stage from where we're camped, and, like, you you just wake up to music, you go to sleep to music, it's great, like, at night when they quit playing music on the stage, everyone gathers to, like, the community campfire, and they all bring their own instruments, and we just <laughs> fucking jam. That's sweet. Yeah, just all these people you don't even know, we just come together, and we all fucking sing songs and play instruments and pass around fucking bottles of whiskey and you know fucking joints and blunts and bowls and fucking <laughs> whatever <laughs> fucking else here this whatever's hanging this around. molly spilled in my purse do you want some just take a finger dab of it oh okay sure like purse molly <laughs> purse, oh you said purse delicious. molly yeah. fucking people just handing you beers handing you booze like because you could take your own booze in there as long as it's not in glass yeah but uh it's just a real brotherhood almost. Yes, everyone looking out point. for everyone. Girls coming down, making s'mores, and just handing them out to people like, fuck yeah. That's awesome. I'll take a motherfucking s'more. <laughs> I'll take a s'more right now. Right <laughs> yeah, now. for sure. Right now. So it's just a really cool place, man. You come together, you meet people, you make friends, you go to festivals, and you hope they're going to be there, and sometimes you see them, and sometimes you don't ever see them again. Yeah. <laughs> um... It's, it's just in that moment. That, yeah, in that that's moment, everything is just perfect. Yeah, it's, that's awesome. You take your hammock, you hang it up in the pines, mm -hmm. and you fucking just chill out in the hammock. Oh, oh my the, god. This guy. This motherfucking guy coming to mow the lawn right now. <laughs> Jesus Christ. That's alright. We're on the home stretch here, anyways, so I'm gonna. Who the fuck mows their lawn on their own property on their own day off? <laughs> I don't piece of shit. I don't know who he is. Like my fucking landlord hired him. He doesn't know what he's doing. He always blows grass on my car. I'm like, dude, come on. Get it together. He claims he's been doing it for a while. Has a legit setup like he's been doing it for a while, but he'll blow grass all over my porch and car. Yeah. I think well what we're gonna do, we're gonna wrap this up and then we're gonna beat the fuck out of this guy. <laughs> maybe not. <laughs> hey. <laughs> um, so yeah. Let's get this show on the road. You got a yoga class, you said, right? Well, yeah, actually for my schooling, so I'm going to learn. But I go once a week, every Thursday. You know? Cool. So, yeah, Gwen's got to get out of here. I think two hours is about the mark. Do you got any, you just want to promote your store a little bit or kind of got that out of the way? It's just, uh, it's to be announced, you know. It's just be, be looking for it, I guess. And when it comes, you'll know because we're going to be mean, out until here. Until next you know? time. Yeah, we're, for sure. We have to do this again. Oh, yeah. It's when I happen, when yeah. I actually have a voice and can talk more. I've been a little quiet today, but I can't the, the really The tea's bringing speak. you back. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's, it's got you the, the tea or something. I don't know. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> something. Maybe All right, that guys. tincture. 
Thank you for listening to Manscaped, and you have a sexy day, and trim your bush.